Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm your host, Justin Warsham. With me, as always, is the one, the only, the warm steep mm. that makes all the orange and cinnamon so delightful. Uh, yes. The, the KevinMiller.com. Jump and press the circle button, Kevin. Make it so, Justin yeah. Warsham. We're enjoying hot tea uh, uh, tonight just to add to our, see, our adultedness. Yeah. I feel like... For me, the hot tea that, that I enjoy, isn't good. it good? That is it damn is good. so good. What is that? That is orange cinnamon tea, wow. and you have added a little bit of half and half to it. Yeah, it's like, a, and it is a little slice of heaven. And there, this is only two calories. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, in theory, all of the calories come from the milk. So well, the, oh, well, maybe twenty five, fifty. And there's only and how much alcohol is in here? None yet. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> See for uh, for I like that you were like this is an age thing. For me, the tea became a like a like a masculinity thing. Really? Yeah. You, I now I I not to push back, but I have to inquire how how is tea not a feminine beverage? It is a feminine. That's what okay. I'm saying. Is that by me? Oh, I see what you're saying. Enjoying so much hot tea that I feel like my manliness is is whisking away from me. I see, and that's what I I acquire or uh, attribute it to age. But if you're if you're a man, because you are, yeah. uh, and you're drinking a lot of tea, then the uh, testosterone that your body used to produce now produces Earl Grey hot. <laughs> <laughs> and to make matters worse, Earl Grey too intense. It's, too it's intense very yeah. It's more like a white tea. I don't like. I think it's because it's got a little black licorice in it, and I don't like that. <gasps> Does it really? There's a black licorice. Those flavor, Brits love say. their black licorice. But licorice is very good for uh, inflammation. And it's, it grows everywhere here in California. Really? I didn't know that. Oh, really? You go any of the, not any, but many of the wildlife uh, nature trails around here, take a deep whiff, and that's all the natural licorice. You're they, looking at me like I'm lying, no, but it's I all very you. true. I believe you absolutely. I was actually, what was going on in my head is I wanted to say to the listeners, thanks for tuning in to Two Old Guys Enjoying Tea. <laughs> uh, Justin and Kevin will be back with more Gamerland video game talk, but for now, <laughs> tea, tea, tea. everybody buckle up what? for the exciting roller coaster of essential oil. <laughs> <laughs> Which you also yeah, are know. rocking. You have become an old man. What do you drink while gaming, though? That's a fair question. Uh, usually, Will you drink a hot cup of tea? No, it's not practical. No. I, here's the thing. 
I have played some Assassin's Creed with this sitting next to me, mm-hmm. and uh, I let it cool, and then I'll take a I take a hit, yeah, uh, off of it. But more often than and not, and then you have the tea. Yes, <laughs> uh, more often than not, which is another thing. Maybe maybe ooh, uh, maybe I could do it on the show. Uh-huh. What are I we talking take about? Advantage of this recreational situation that we have with the marijuana. I was wondering when you were going to. That actually was about a year later than I thought you were going to say that sentence. Well, because they, I under, I would have done it in January yeah. when it became effect. Like, you had a last birthday. January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But technically, they had to. It took almost a year for most of the places to have a retail yeah. license. Mm-hmm. They had to, once it was legal, they all had to apply to get a license and then go through the process and do all of that. And on January one, but uh, you know, because you work in radio, every radio DJ was like, "Wow, it's, there's lines around the block." You know, that stuff wasn't hard to get before, no, right? Exactly. Like, right, right. <laughs> and then when I found out how much it was, I was like, "We're not doing that. That's stupid expensive." Oh, it's expensive. As far as, but I don't know what you need. Is what I heard, like a gram is two hundred dollars or something. And it, people may be laughing at my ignorance right now, but they I should be. We're uh, both ignorant to this a lot. Did enjoy enjoy the ignorance because I was like two hundred dollars, but apparently you don't you don't need that much is what I've been told. Yeah, because I, I feel like I used to get a red bud joint from a guy in high school for two dollars. Yeah, see, there's got to be. Ha- joint- but see now, now the man's involved. Uh, see, that's why I wanted. That's why the, I like it. They got the retail space. I like getting their getting their cut. They got to pay for the four hundred one k. How ironic is it going to be when marijuana does what the lottery could not for our public education system? Oh California? wow! Go on, go on. Meaning <laughs> it, that it'll fund it. Yes. Well, do the, the do the marijuana money in California go to schools or does no, it just go to the police the, officers? The lottery is supposed to. The money is supposed to go to schools, but from what I'm yes. learning is that... But like two, per, two cents to every yeah, dollar go to the school. It's not, it's not enough, it's obviously. It's ridiculous. Where it's, and the way that they sell it is that it's like almost everything. Like yeah, That's yeah, the yeah, way yeah, they yeah. sell it. But uh, And I don't know. Just I, a lie. I feel like uh, I just think it would be funny if, if they use that for lottery... But the actual marijuana money is what ends up filling those coffers. It make it putting our, our state I, in those. If black. I were a legislature, I would. That's how I would. I'll make vote it. for you right now. I would pitch that at a meeting. Say, listen, we don't say this, mm-hmm. but just for the fun of it, let's fold this money into the public schools, and when everybody's happy, we all get reelected. And they don't have to know where the money came from. <laughs> yeah. In theory. When will you run for office? I, I, I don't think I, I will. I think in Burbank you could have a good shot at it. Mm. You're pretty well known. Your wife is an kind of up-and-coming figure in the business. Uh, I think I'd have to be retired. I think if things go bad with the radio yeah. and the podcasting, because here's the thing. I'm already dealing with issues of things that have come up on my dad podcast. Now there's a teacher at the school who Uh-oh. listens. Meaning that they they're like you can't say that. No, they don't. You do say that it. to your children. What's wrong with you? No, they. It's she thinks she likes it. She thinks it's funny. But now she knows lots of stuff about my personal life and and all that stuff. You do talk about your personal life yeah. outside of the radio show, yeah, though. <laughs> exactly. You are not a closed book. No, that's I'm not good at not telling the truth. Yeah. Uh, too much. Too You're much. writing your memoirs right now. Well, I got to get it out, otherwise I forget. <laughs> you know this about me. I know. I've uh, read your memoirs. I I have a quick video game story to get this back on topic of the show. That it was very touching, but it still connects to my parenting. I hope you don't mind and will indulge me. But that my sons, we had a comic that I started doing stand up with. Mm-hmm. And I have not seen him in probably a decade. Like, other oh. than bumping into him at a show or two. You're going to say on. his name? Uh, yeah, Nick Hoff. Okay. He's a very funny guy. We started doing the Clyde's contest at some open mics together and then uh, kind of went our separate ways. Now he's opening for Larry the Cable Guy and Jeff Fox. Good for him. Yeah, he's doing great. And he's a very funny guy. And he, I think, was just about to get married to his girlfriend when I met him. Mm. I obviously was already married. And so now he's got kids that are, I think, four and almost two, mm-hmm. I want to say, and another one on the way. Wow. 
And so they came over. Oh, cool. And it was one of those things where we do, you know, you think, oh, we should get together. And then nobody ever gets together. Yeah, but sure, I sure. was like, no, we're going we're gonna to make this happen. Right? Yeah. So we made it happen. And it was do adorable. All tea. Yes. Delicious hot tea. No, we had probably a lot of bourbon. That's okay. why I'm not having bourbon tonight. Ah, I wondered. So anyway, they, uh, <laughs> so what was great was watching my kids play with his kids. Yeah. And his kids very, very young. And my Jacob, it was, I, I'm probably way overanalyzing it, but it, I felt like it was an insight into what Jacob would be like as a father. Mm-hmm. Like he was helping teaching this little boy how to climb the tree and swing from the ropes. Oh, that's like, no, we've, our kid is younger than yours and he's always been a good, right. good brother he's to him. He's great. But these like this kid, total stranger. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. just met him. Right. And then cut to, uh, they were saying, uh, the, the, the Nick, I think Nick said like, Oh, what else do you guys like to do? Do you guys like to play video games or whatever? And they said, yeah, we're playing Assassin's Creed. <laughs> and then they go, Oh, and they go, Indiana, the kid's name's Indiana. They go, Indiana. Did you hear that? They, they like to play Assassin's Creed. Oh, wow. <laughs> the kid's like four. four. Nice. Like, That's what I said. Sweet. That's what I said. I go, yeah. wait a minute. Another cool dad yeah. in Southern California who's letting right. his kid play a game of of death and fun. Like yeah. this is great. That's cool. And I mean, like to watch my kids' eyes light up, like, like because they <gasps> we, also we, we we get to do it right and, now. And then Jack, Jack being the salesperson, he's yeah, the younger yeah, yeah. one. He comes in, and he's like, you know, um, we have Assassin's Creed Origins, <laughs> and then Nick was like, oh, that's great. Well, he has Black Flag because he likes pirates. Oh, cool. So he goes, we haven't played the Origins, and Jack goes. Well, we could teach him. We could totally teach him. And he goes, oh, you really? And I, and I go, and then he goes, oh, yeah. And I said, well, they go, Dad, can we? And I said, it's up to his parents. I said, I'm yeah. okay with it. And they said, yeah, that's fine. Go on in. So they went in the house. Nice. The parents sat outside with the two-year-old who was still climbing the tree, having sure. a good time. We had some drinks. But evidently, uh, they came. I, Jack came out to ask a question or something later on. And I said, I go, uh, oh, one of the adults went in there. I said, is, are they... Is poor Indiana just watching him play? He goes, no, actually, it's the opposite. They're, <laughs> they're literally teaching him how to play. That's awesome. Him, right? That's so great. Yeah, I was like, I, I almost wept right there. I was oh. so so proud of my sons. Because there's such a, um, a joy in the yes. community aspect of gaming, and it can be seen even at that age. Uh, I've been watching the Overwatch League stuff, which you are or not watching. No, I'm not watching. Uh, so uh, Twitch has them. And so in between rounds, between uh, teams, they'll throw up commercials. And they have a number of spots trying to get advertisers to buy spots. But they, they pointed out that uh, gaming is an incredibly social experience. And Twitch is a platform in which that should happens. should advertise a show on that. Yeah, let's do it. They should advertise Twitch on our show. Well, we could do we could do what they call in the radio business barter. Oh yeah. So people hate barter because basically it's a radio company saying, "Here, you give us your services, yeah. and we'll advertise you on the radio." Yeah, exactly. And very few <laughs> very few companies like that idea, but yeah. it might be nice if they. If I don't they got think open space. Twitch cares, but we should advertise on Twitch because yeah. here's the deal: Vince, totally do that. who was on our show last week for uh, Stump, he put my uh, chant my Twitch channel on some web. Websites. I don't even know what he's done. And about every 10 minutes, I get a new follower. In in less than a week's time, I have gone up over 200 followers. That's awesome. Over 200 followers. We'll see what happens. Like right now, if I open up my phone, there are more that have come in. 
Wow. It, it, I don't know what he did. He, no, I th- but I think that... Because it's social. Yes. It's a social experience. And I think that's what it is, is that it's like you just saw my sons yeah. on our recent uh, thing on the Amazon. They had been watching <laughs> some other guy play Mario Galaxy. Galaxy. Mario Galaxy. Yeah. And it's funny because I was going to... Uh, one of the things I want to talk to you about on the show is... Let's is do it now. I wanted to ask you if you would hint it to this because they literally, mm. within, I think, a week or two after you said I would be getting a Switch... Yeah, is when they just randomly discovered Mario Kart, and I was oh, like, "Oh no, I didn't do but it." But I could think of a time where you could have pulled no, them aside. It. But it was something, and when you told the story, that I could see that you were heading in that direction. I did because because here's what he, the Switch is a portable gaming system. You get out and about in a neighborhood with affluent people with money to buy a Switch. They were going to see it and going to oh, see the game. Yeah. There was it was inevitable. I, like they, that thing is incredible. It goes everywhere. It, it's the future. And I haven't seen any kids talk about it or anything at the really? elementary school. The only thing I can think of is that it's probably for an older demographic of like so, junior high. But you would uh, think no, Nintendo would be no, elementary school. It's absolutely elementary school. Elemen- elementary school. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's not all those words. The, any house, the cheese house, cheese <gasps> oh, house would be <laughs> so fun. In the farmhouse, the slaughterhouse. And because Switch is portable, you could play it in any of these houses. All the houses. We don't own these devices, and we love them. <laughs> we should get Nintendo to send us them if we. Yeah. Um, and Barter, I'm just going to say Nintendo every 45 yeah, seconds. We'll advertise for you if you send us each a Switch. I think Nintendo would appreciate all the hundreds of listeners we have <laughs> who already know about Nintendo getting brand exposure to yes, Nintendo. It's all about impressions, baby. It's <laughs> all about impressions. I'm, I'm ranking it rain. <laughs> There are Benjamins right now. Do you so, hear yeah, that? That's the, the rain. I feel it. I hear it. I feel it. I feel it. And I hear it. Um, so I didn't. So I didn't get to really play anything <gasps> last week. I didn't. Yeah. No. Although I did. Uh, this doesn't count. Yeah. This is this is how sad uh, I had a video. How sad my video game week was. Is uh, my wife couldn't sleep, and I remember. I think we talked about it on this mm-hmm. show too. Is that I read an article that if you want, if you're having a hard time sleeping. Evidently, playing Tetris for five to ten We've talked minutes about that. Yeah. will put you to sleep, I, right? And I don't agree. It winds me up. I, it makes me like I then need to solve the puzzle. Here's what I think. I think I'm very susceptible to a placebo mm. because I, so my wife couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, you so know, you play played, Tetris yes. and that put her to sleep. That's exactly how it happened. Huh. It didn't put her to sleep. <laughs> oh. She eventually went to sleep, but it definitely put me to sleep. Really? But I'm a guy who could, I go in there and I crash out. Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. But I felt a little awake. I have this after the show where I'll like, I'll go in and I kind of have to chill out yeah, for a little yeah. bit before I can go to sleep. But anyway, we should play video games. <laughs> oh, we should play Tetris. What if we did that? <gasps> oh, and then what? we fall asleep in each other's arms. That would be such a fun bit, though. <laughs> like, okay, it's time to start playing Tetris. Just, uh, oh, oh. Right, Kevin, wake up. Wake up. Where do done. you get Tetris? Where do you have it? I just bought it on my phone, on the iPhone. Oh, which I, sure, again, sure, sure. I know, I know, I know. Do you know, though? I because know. I'm incredulous. I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> I know that I feel, in my opinion, yeah. I guess I'm saying I know to me, mm. the gaming is not supposed to be on your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I didn't let it. I wasn't going to count it, but yeah, I wasn't going to yeah. fight you right now. No, it's, it's I, not real gaming. It's a, yeah, it was not. But you also, you have a Nintendo. You have it, a Wii. It's over there, right? Ro- yeah, <laughs> it's, it's in, in that closet. closet. It's ironic that if I would have bought a, a Game Boy Color yeah. or whatever on eBay mm-hmm. and played that, yeah. that is more gaming than playing it on my phone. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, Even though the graphics card is 1 billion right. percent terrible. Absolutely. But it's not a real... Here's why. And you know what's depressing about the new Tetris on the iPhone is that it's not 
It's not effing Tetris. It's Fetris. It's fe- <laughs> no, it's like it's it's what uh, it's it's what EDM did to pop music. Mm-hmm, in that it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. there's all these like weird things that you could do now that yeah. they made it like yeah they uh, did something to Candy it. Crush and then yeah. there's and it's oops, 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 oops. I want I want Russian yeah yeah. See, I think one of the distinction of why smartphone gaming does not is an app and not an actual game. It is is quite simple. There are no controllers on this. There are no Ooh. buttons, right? Right. And I think that there there is something about the hand eye coordination that happens where you're actually touching and moving a physical object that separates it from the app experience. Don't get me wrong. I, I play all sorts of games on here. Seven Wonders Leaders. Uh, just to have the expansion, we talked about Seven Wonders, the card game. Now Leaders is available. I love me playing some of those games. I play. Yeah. I've been playing Scrabble on my iPhone. For nearly a decade. I love it. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's not gaming. Tablet also not gaming? Not, I don't think so. Not gaming. Some of them. They're, you know, the, the kids, we, we've really kind of gone down a dark rabbit hole with the availability of tablet stuff. Mm. So you notice Steve Jobs was notorious for not letting his children play mm-hmm. on tablets. <laughs> Which seems... Like a guy that inve- that sells crack and then keeps his kids well, no, in the dare but he program. Didn't, he didn't invent it for kids. That's he did, fair. He wasn't trying to market it to kids. Like. But the but the thing is though, because there is a ton of things that are available for kids on the tablets. Right, but it's fine. The purpose of it, I think, like the what I think that's more of an after effect of it being so intuitive. That's true. Which was his intent. Yeah, that's true. And so I look over. My daughter is playing. She's two. She'll turn three next week. She's playing some game on the Kindle where we were playing smurf kitchen and so she's like oh and she knows how to do all the things in smurf's kitchen and it's pretty clever and they teach you and then they have a recipe and you get to do all the things and you can when you're cooking you bake something you have to press on that little old-fashioned wood furnace pumper to keep the temperature just right and then when you have to chill the smurf berry ice cream you have to pump on the same thing and if you pump too hard it freezes it's smurf logic (laughs) but then she switches it like daddy i'm done with that game new game and she flips over to something and it's um just toys going around in a circle that like like an isometric view of a train set and you can touch them that's it. You can touch the tree and it'll go ding, ding, ding. And you touch the train track and it'll go, or you can touch a button and it'll become night. Touch another button. How is this game found? It's, uh, we'll see on the Kindle, um, uh, Amazon oh, Free yeah, Time, right. there's just always them. new stuff. Yeah. There's always new stuff. And a lot of it is pretty great. Uh, there is a small section of stuff that I don't think should be considered existing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it should like have been allowed. Like, Guys, we don't have something free to give to the free time people. Yeah, yeah, Make yeah. something now. Okay, uh, here's a baby doll with oversized eyes. Johnson, you nailed it. You're a VP now. <laughs> <laughs> what is this game? Um, and so it made me kind of realize, like, this is a bit of a... I'm like, you have a pile of toys over there and here you are touching the electronic ones. A two-dimensional, right. Yeah, and so I don't know. I, I go back and forth and I'm like, that's that's clearly not a game. That is, that's a, an experience and I would say it's probably not even good enough for a museum. It sounds it's like. not. It's not like maybe it's a music like a, you have nothing better to do at the museum. Like the cheese house is not good, uh, but <laughs> you keep moving on. <laughs> Thanks for but <laughs> but the, I think the other thing about apt even in tablets like games like Plants vs. Zombies or um, any of the big ones is that the, the processing power is so small that the form that the game takes is not quite game ish. Right. Like you can play. Uh, you can chew any level down in about a minute, right? Mm-hmm. You, even even um, Fruit Ninja. Like, you do it, 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 you do it. And you did it. Yeah. All right. And, again, it's good. So there's limitations to the technology. Um, 
I I think it's like it's just it's a watered down version of gaming in the same way that when I explained to my brother that I'm a gamer, he laughed and told me that unless you are carving things and painting things uh, in the form of miniature orcs and and I quote, oh. you actually use a uh, a knife and accidentally gouge yourself and are bleeding on the point where you may pass out. You are not a gamer. Yeah. That was his mark of like tabletop gaming That's is real gaming. gaming. That's gaming. What you do is electronic games. That doesn't count. It's cheating. Exactly. You're using a computer. Does he have a word for it? He calls it gaming. He says he's he would, video gaming is gaming. He would say video gaming. You're you're playing video games. No, don't get me wrong. My brother loves video games. Yeah, as no, well. no, yeah, but yeah, I but like this idea. He's like, no, gaming is the pure form of games. And and what you do is video games. That's I like this because of the smugness coming from the little brother. Yeah, you can hear it. Right? Yeah, it's totally I in it. it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I was like I was in a cheese house. And it, and it was that I'm not credible because I have never worked on a yeah. figure at 2 a.m. and taken my X-Acto knife and my tip yeah. of my finger and then been like, like, ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he's done. Yeah. Like, Multiple times. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. But to, uh, he's an army man. <laughs> to counterpoint him, does he still do this? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I could pull up his Instagram feed where you can follow him right now. Panzer Forge is his name. He does incredible artwork. And again, he's an army man. He's, he's a career military guy. And, and still, this is what he does to unwind is he gets these miniature and paints them and teaches other uh, sergeants how to paint. So this is, but what's this? Is, so this isn't a dungeon and drag. No, he does Warhammer okay. and uh, and then Dust, which is like Warhammer, and then Warhammer. Warhammer 40K. also has a, a a video element. Yeah, so so a lot of Warcraft stuff actually stole from Warhammer, uh, much and much in the way that doesn't that, help your point. What's that? That Warcraft stole from Warhammer. That like says that. That's that's him saying. Well, yeah, you're. All, oh, you know, he's totally right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I mean. I think that they can be different branches. I think yeah. there's a legitimacy to video gamings that transcend because you can do so much. There is a ton of uh, disciplines involved in video game creation that are not seen in other video in other games. You can deal with 2D creation, this modeling stuff, paint theory. That's about it. I mean, the, talk about the number of disciplines necessary to pull off a video game yeah. from story. And there's a little of that in the tabletop world. But uh, obviously 3D modeling, skinning, music, rendering. I mean, it's like you're going to outmatch them pace for pace. So they're legitimate. Uh, plus, they also make, you know, 100 times more than any of the tabletop world. But I do think that the the groundwork was played uh, within the tabletop game because like Magic the Gathering mm -hmm. uh, kind of started that whole thing. And then Blizzard comes in and steals that. Uh, and so Warhammer built a lot of stuff to the point where when Warcraft showed up, they lost a lawsuit to Warhammer and, and the, the people that make it was their Games Workshop is the name of it because they were just stealing their ideas. The orcs and the and the elves and all that stuff. To be fair, it's all lifted from a Tolkien universe uh, that they then made their own thing. But no one's not, you're not supposed to talk about that. Well, Tol Tolkien's not around, so he exactly. You know what I mean, yeah. well, his estate. But the Warhammer, even... yeah. So the thing that's super fun about the Warhammer universe is, that I've always really appreciated. My, my brother is an encyclopedia of this stuff. Like you can just ask him, and he just blah, tap into it all. <laughs> And and so they have two branches that they did main ways where there was Warhammer, which happens in this Tolkien universe with elves and wizards and warlocks and orcs. And then they have Warhammer 40K, which happens 40,000 years 
in the future where there are space marines and these aliens called the Tyranid that look like aliens from the movie Alien. But they also have space orcs, which are super cool orcs that use robots and things. And um, and then they have the Dark Elders, which are pretty much dark elves that are there. So they have these two branches going at the same time. And in the 40K one, it's the future is all war and there are all these like desolate and war machines happening. And what they've alluded to many, many times in the game is that the universe that is the Warhammer, the classic Tolkien version, is actually a rogue planet somewhere in the universe that is that is developing on its own, unaware that there is this space, u- space version. version happening all around them. And it's actually it's not happening in some fantasy past. Yeah. It's a part of this 40,000 years from now future so instead of a long ago in a galaxy far yeah. far away it's just right here you it's right don't here. know about just it. nobody's bothered to land on that planet yet and notice That's that there fun. are ogres and orcs and and like dark uh, wizards and that kind of thing no, i like that but i dig that yeah, it's really fun and would it be a hassle but i would be curious to see how many of our listeners uh, are into the tabletop gaming yeah. as well like can we create a facebook poll let's or, do it and or a twitter poll where yeah, you yeah, can yeah, go yeah, to yeah. facebook.com slash gamerland or uh, at Gamerland Pod, I think is our yeah. Twitter handle. And I'll, then, I'll put a Twitter feed up on my handle and on and, yours, the yeah, Kevin Miller. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, do that. So the Kevin Miller, and just let I just would be curious to see. I just want to know. Yes, I also do tabletop gaming. Yeah, so that's the question. Or is it three part? I only I only video the games. I only tabletop the games. Uh, I tabletop and video games. Is that the question? Oh, or yeah, I like is that, that what you want to know? Yeah, because I. It would be interesting if it, if we had such a large subset because I feel like a lot of our listeners are probably more hardcore nerd than they are hardcore gamer. If yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. Sense. And so, you, you, what's fo- so funny here, you know, at Ecclesia, the church I, I work at, we I've discovered that we have a very vibrant uh, micro community of video of game developers of board game oh, developers at the church. At the church. I looked oh, at board game board developers. games. Like we wow. talked around, and there are like a dozen of us who, as a hobby make board yeah, games. I've heard so many people that are doing this now it's it's like a, a, as a fun thing. It's a fun thing. It's super accessible. Here in Burbank, there's a, a first nights or first play nights, and uh, you can go and, and see other people's board games uh, and card games, and they it's like an opportunity to play test it among strangers and friends. It's funny how we stumbled upon this, because literally, as I was folding laundry before we came out to do the show... Which is your favorite pastime. Oh, it's the best. And, uh, and is, uh, there was a joke on the Big Pain Theory where Sheldon was making them play... Like, like this old game he found on eBay, and it's like known as it's notorious as the most complicated board game. Nice. It's called World War uh, to 1943 North Africa, <laughs> and it's got like multiple manuals and everything. He goes, okay, oh. first thing we have to do is figure out what the weather's going to be, and she goes. <laughs> Well, it's the desert, so is it going to be hot? And he goes, hold on. Like, he puts up his finger. He rolls some dice. He goes, oh. And then he, like, he scrolls through the thing, and he goes, and he does his finger up again, and then he rolls the dice again, and and then he switches to a different book and looks through it. He goes... Yes, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's but evidently, fantastic. this game takes like a hundred plus hours uh, or something to pl- to play through. And that's the thing; they're they're definitely a relic from uh, a time period where there were no computer games, where where you needed imagination to come up with. And you know, if you go really far back when like board games were first starting to come out, there are some incredibly complex, ridiculous games like Hey Hey Ma, there's a goat on the roof. <laughs> 
this friend of mine, this? yeah, this friend of mine referenced it and said, "Hey, I know you love board games. This is a, a family favorite of ours." And it, you know, during the Mousetrap era, where board games had plastic things that were integrated with it, this this is an enormous board game that I've seen on YouTube. And uh, you're going to pull it up. And in the in the game, you move around on this kind of weird board, and then there are this thing where you get ten cans, you collect them, or or have to spend them. Mm-hmm. And then if you land on these certain uh, locations, you can jump on a nearby a plastic object like a stump or so it's like 4d chess almost or yeah except for it's a board game of sorts but then you can pull a card that says ring the bell and every time you ring the bell you have to take the farmer and take him out of the barn and <laughs> and put him outside and if you ring the bell and he's out you have to put him in and the goal is to have the most amount of tin cans and get on top of the roof by the uh, first i suppose oh hey pa there's a goat on the roof there yeah what is. is that what i said hey ma i thought oh, oh, I, say, that's ma. I heard yeah uh, maybe I'm thinking of the expansion pack, uh, <laughs> but this was at a time where yeah, look at that. there was nothing better to do <laughs> and game developers. This was, this was the material that was available to you. And I just think this is evidence of like the need to play a game is just so yeah. a part of our, of our souls that they manifest themselves in every generation without whatever material is around much like musical instruments are found in every society. It's right. like, you're always going to find somebody that's like, I got to play a game. They play like Yahtzee and even pirates yeah. of the Caribbean, they even pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean. Uh, all right. We're going to take a break, come back and do a little, uh, uh, the game is just stump. Stump! And uh, we'll do that after this. Low Rider. AKA Florida. Oh, Wobble. I thought that was you. No, I hate you. I hate you. Oh, I hope I hope it came through in my voice when you got to see on my face. Oh my wow! Look, line and sinker. I hope that was good, right? Like, you, oh yeah, you I definitely. Go, no, no like, yeah, I definitely was like, wow. I thought I thought he knew me better than that. <laughs> I could I I know this is Oh, that's impressive. That was fun. That was fun for everyone. I really truly hope people listening got to I hope so because Vince just said stumped in the chat room. <laughs> I did get busted. You, your musical that career has definitely expanded. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna play uh it's just the stump game oh, and it's just stump. And it's uh who we have in the Discord. We're gonna do that. You again. can choose. I've chose the last two weeks. Now, if you you want to do this if you are listening to the show live all you I have am. to do is go to bitly slash gamerland that, and, that uh, always makes it sound like a joke like you go to bitly <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing there that's Jump the and bit. press the circle button and uh nailed it yeah and so Matt, uh, is that you is that here? <laughs> so you could go there and you just sign in uh and you download the discord that i've heard that it's better to download the app or program onto your computer than to, it yeah. is mm-hmm. to just use the browser i try to use the browser on my phone and it was sort of like using aol <laughs> like what's happening right now and then uh you can you could you join that and then there's the Clorox Lounge and then you could sit there you could listen to the show you could chat with everybody and then eventually someone randomly gets chosen and drug into our podcast live call chat room and that is something that only Kevin and I have control over. That's right. Yeah, we pluck you up like a like a giant, like Gulliver on his travels, 
we pluck you up and we drop you into. Uh, is the expression the, "pluck you up"? I haven't heard that one before. I mean, maybe I just made it up. I love it. Pluck I, you up. Spread it like wildfire. Oh, um, that's AJ, a classic. AJ Assassin <laughs> is in there. Okay. Uh, we have uh, Des Wolf, Diamond Jack, Dog Dragon Lover, Doodle Noodle, Mahogany Vince, Matt View seventy two. I like that. I hope it's a play on Matthew because that's fun for everyone. I think it's just Matthew. Officer Gelatin, Ryan Bo Dash, uh, Senpai Monica, and Sly Daniels. All right. So we've heard from Vince and we've heard from Matt and yep. we've heard from Ryan uh, and Rug. So you pick one. I pick one. Let's see. I'm going to go. Wait, who? Vince is Mahogany Vince. Yeah. Justin. Yeah. We've heard. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. going to go Doodle Noodle. Let's see. Doodle Noodle. Let's see. Oh, my not working. Hold on. Welcome to, to the thing. We're going to we go. pluck and drag. We're going to pluck, pluck and, drag. and drag. Welcome and to then, the stump. You've been plucked and dragged. And then hopefully. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Oh, this? Okay, it's my moment. Oh, yeah! <laughs> we got a live one! Yeah! All right, uh, Doodle Noodle, uh, can we know your real name? Or what, how do you want to... Unlockable achievement? You haven't unlocked that. All yet. right, oh, all right. Wow, look at this! So we Doodle will... Noodle on fire! We're... Look at her go! I my intro music. That's fair. Can we just call you Oodle, then, by your last name? Miss Oodle. Oh, she's got intro music. Okay. <laughs> Oh, do you, do you need us to shut up so you can play your intro music? Does she, do you know that's happening right now? <laughs> I, I know it's happening. The question is. All right. She's going to need an assist. We're gonna, if we're going to work this out. Uh, let's see Are you, here. Did you do that on purpose? There you go. There we go. All right. There we go. Doodle Noodle coming to us. Yes. Abba. Now, Doodle Noodle. Hold on. Let me do this so we can create a little bed oh, for you. Good. Yeah. Uh, Doodle Noodle, are you from Australia, much like the Abba? No, unfortunately, I wish. Why do you, you wish? You unfortunately wish it, meaning you wish, <laughs> period, I'm unfortunately. Nowhere. Ah, Australia yeah. is a little more interesting nowhere. There so. is a lot of nowhere in Australia, though, to be fair. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's a more interesting nowhere, though. It's just an exotic nowhere to us. Have you yeah. played Stump before? Uh, no, I haven't. Have you listened I've to Stump? Oh. Yes. Good, good, good. Yes. Well, do you know what generation of games we are in our series of Stumps based on the generation Eight. of games? Eighth is wrong. Sorry, goodbye. <laughs> no, we are in the fifth generation of games. Oh, fifth generation okay. of games. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that's fair. No, we are currently in the eighth generation. In our stump game, we are today focusing on the fifth generation of game. This happened somewhere uh, mid-90s to beginning of 2000s, depending on where you cut it. What what year were you born? 1999. Oh, right. So that's after. (laughs) You're at the end of the fifth generation. Does it have a joke? My first console was a PS2, if that says anything. It does. It says everything. (laughs) So hopefully you know lots of things about what you would call... Ancient history. What was the first game you had on the PlayStation 2? Like, Fly Cooper! Yeah! yeah. Woo! All right, Doodle Noodle, here's how the game works. I'm going to ask Justin a question. You simply, he's going to answer it. You simply have to agree with his answer or disagree. If you disagree, you may offer what you think is the correct answer for double the points. So okay. here's how it goes. Uh, in the fifth generation, this is often called the 32 or 64-bit or 3D era 
uh, of games. It featured the PlayStation, the Nintendo 64, and the Sega Saturn, as well as the 3DO and the Atari Jaguar. Justin, which of them won that generation of games, meaning which one sold the most consoles? Now, I know that there's been a lot of commenting uh, amongst the social medias and uh, the people on those. There's been the twits and the tweets and the instas yep. and the snaps. Yep. And a lot of people have been commenting about, am I throwing the game? Ah, uh, yeah. I am saw I, that Reddit thread. Right. How do they make you feel? Um, I got to be honest. Please do. People act like I don't love the It's Just Stump game that we play. It's Just Stump. And that's what I said. And uh, don't correct me, Doodle Noodle. Not on my show. <laughs> I have the ability to pluck you, buck. I pluck you up, and, and, and pluck you back, and, and sift you back. Let's let's leave Doodle Noodles plucking alone, right. and just return to the question. All right, go, all right. Give me the give me the consoles again. Yeah, uh, I, they are the Nintendo sixty four, uh-huh, the PlayStation, uh-huh. the Sega Saturn, uh-huh. the three DO, uh-huh. and the Atari Jaguar. Which one sold the most? Which one sold the most? Uh, the Nintendo, absolutely, hands the, down, is the correct answer. I'm telling you, Doodle Noodle, this is the one. All right, Doodle Noodle, do you agree or disagree with Justin? I do agree. You do agree. Yes. You're both wrong. The PlayStation far outstripped all of the consoles. I knew that. That was trying to throw her. All right. (laughs) Yes. No, they they were the groundbreaking one. Here's the real truth. Yep. I did know that. Uh Uh-huh. But I thought no matter what, they were going to disagree with me because I'm so bad at this. And it blew you, up in my face. You think you thought too hard. You should totally pluck did. yourself. All right. I totally did. Uh, this era saw Nintendo's two greatest commercial failures, Justin. I'm listening. Uh, the worst showing it ever did was on the 64DD. Are you familiar with it? No. Okay. It, it was a peripheral for the Nintendo 64 that had a writable, rewritable uh, disk drive and a low-grade internet connection. Uh, the concept was that players could be able to generate their own content and share it with each other over the internet or over the discs. It went nowhere. But uh, there were like 10 titles that released on that. That was their worst uh, selling item that Nintendo has ever released. During this generation, what was the second lowest selling item that has ever been released by Nintendo? So this is a peripheral or it could it be is a game? A, it is a, no, not a game. It is a piece of hardware that they have released that sold the second, knowing that the 64 Double D was the worst selling item that they yeah, sold. That doesn't help me. If what I'm is the <laughs> what is the second most worst selling item from this era of games? I would not. Oh, oh th- from so this scare era of gener- of consoles. So it's oh the consoles altogether. So it's not mm-hmm. just yeah. the uh, on the Nintendo. It's a that Nintendo. No, it's a Nintendo. It's a Nintendo it thing. An, if you went into the store, uh-huh. you look and there's hardware sold by Nintendo, uh-huh. and they have this object sitting on the shelf. Right. It That's is the, the worst. second worst for commercial. Nintendo. Yes. For okay. All right. So this is the. I'm gonna say I, this. I, this is gonna be an easy one for you, Doodle Noodle, yeah. because I'm I'm being I'm being transparent. I'm no longer trying to play the game and and help you. Yeah. I'm being completely transparent here, mm. and I I'm gonna say it was some kind of a gun. That there mm. was a gun that would work with the controller, and I think that was the second worst peripheral. All right. Second worst peripheral. Some sort of gun. Yeah. Doodle Noodle. Do you agree or disagree? I disagree. You it disagree? Appears, I, I do. Okay. Well, the reason why? Yeah. I, I feel like the gun would not have been like the worst selling one because I know I think it was on the Super Nintendo that that light gun was like 
you know, with Duck Hunt. Was mm-hmm. It was on the Nintendo, you jerk. Thanks for making. <laughs> She's it also real. right. It was on both. Uh, <laughs> Can I hang up on her? Now? No, you can't. She's doing well. What? You both have lost a point. What uh, do you do? You have a guess as to what the second worst selling uh, per, uh, um, hardware Nintendo has ever released is? I do have a guess. Okay. Um, Remember, there's no googling I, in this game. No, no, I didn't. What's Google? No. Okay. Or Bing. I, <laughs> I at first was thinking it was uh, the Virtual Boy, but I can't. I'm I'm not sure that was. What is the Virtual Boy? I don't even know what that is. Is do oh. you have an answer then? Is that your final answer? Sure. Yeah. Doodle Noodle, you are correct. Whoa. Justin is wrong. Look at that. Doodle Noodle, enlighten us. What is the Virtual Boy? It was. It was ahead of its time. It was like. The really bad PSVR Nintendo. Yeah, that's right. It was a one. Uh, it was also called the Red, and it was a um, uh, a three goggle experience, like a Game Boy, but you wore it on your face. It would actually sit on the desk, and then you prop your head up into it because Ugh. it was so heavy you couldn't have it stripped to mm-hmm. your face, and it only uh, pre- displayed games in red. It's like- yeah, it was like vector lines. It was vector it was actual, lines. Like, true rendering. There was nothing interesting about it at all. It was, it's a joke. And it was in development for five years before it was brought that's to the what public. That's what they came up with? Yeah. I, I hope those people don't have jobs still. They probably do. It's Nintendo. <laughs> hey, so you pull ahead, Doodle Noodle. Well, you have one point for guessing Look Virtual Boy. There are five questions since it's the fifth generation. Moving on, number three. Justin, this was the end of Atari's place in the home console war. I remember it well. Um, this, uh, they were the first to bring a 64-bit system to market yep. and even offered a low-cost next-generation expander with the Jaguar CDR retailing for $100. But all of it was no good because Atari was eventually sold. Who purchased Atari? I know this, and I yeah. know this. I'm telling you, I know this. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear it was Sega. Sega, Sega rich, purchased Sega Atari. Purchased Atari. Final answer. Okay. Doodle Noodle, do you agree or disagree? Fully disagree. What? Wow. All right. And uh, do you ha- offer a uh, alternative answer? Oh, that means I'm wrong already. You know, I, th- I think I read about it in um, ancient Atari gaming history. Uh huh. Guide one time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I think I heard. Kevin mentioned something about it on an earlier podcast. I'm not entirely sure, though. All I know is they kind of partner with the plug-and-play type. I don't know if it's the at something company to make their flashbacks or whatever. I I don't know the full answer, but but I know it's not Sega. Well, that's all it takes because you are correct. He is wrong. But no points for... For plug and play guests, so you just uh, you yeah, get one point, yeah. not double. Uh, no, the answer was Hasbro. Hasbro purchased oh, Atari, who was then got the at. That's right. Who was Makes then purchased sense. by Infograms, who then renamed themselves Atari. So, <laughs> which is why we still had Atari up until the beginning of the century. All right, all right. So, by my math, you have uh, three points: one for the double uh, in Virtual Boy, and one for just now. Good job, Justin. You have no points. I'm so nailing this. You can do it. We're gonna get into your wheelhouse here. All right. Originally developed alongside Nintendo, uh, the PlayStation. Mm. You've heard of it. I've heard of it. It was originally developed alongside Nintendo. Did you know that? I did not know that. 
Yeah, uh, but when that didn't work out, they went over to Sega, which might have been what I thought was what you were remembering, but apparently you were just making that up. <laughs> uh, but their CEO, Sega's uh, CEO, said when, when PlayStation, when Sony came to them and said, we want to develop... Uh, a, a console with you, Sega. Sega's response from their CEO was, Sony doesn't know how to make hardware. They don't know how to make software. That is a stupid idea. Uh-oh. Why would we partner with them? Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. So, of course, we know oh, no. the PlayStation did really well. Uh, oh, no. What was the very first game that the PlayStation was bundled with? I'm sorry. Uh, the PlayStation 1 was bundled with what game? Yeah, Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. Final answer. That is the correct answer. If you disagree with me on this one, Doodle Noodle, you will be embarrassed because I'm pretty sure you will lose eight points when I score sure, one. Sure, sure, sure. Doodle Noodle. I might agree because I do think I have seen a Crash Bandicoot themed PS1. Ah, very good. All right, you agree. Then you are both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, so- <laughs> I'm sorry. It's actually one of Stump's. Oh, damn! Oh, I'm so sorry we lost connection uh, with her. She, she was on it Discord. It doesn't yeah, do Yeah, that. that's so weird. Well, thanks for coming on, Doodle Doodle. Fun that's fact, so weird. the PlayStation had no bundled games. It was the oh. very it was that was uh, a pack and play game was what they were called at the time. It had no pack and play games. They shipped it without a com, uh, companion game to play with. I love that. It is a fun fact, yeah. and I want to defend you for a second because somebody in the chat room commented that that they love that we pick questions that are all about games that are ten years older than our listeners. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that what they're not understanding is we're going back in time and working our way yeah. forward. Yeah, see, the, you need to pay attention to the show. Yeah. It, it makes me laugh that people listen to the show so well yeah. and don't retain any of it. Two episodes ago, <laughs> we did the first three generations, because that was ancient history. Last uh-huh. week, we did the fourth generation of right. consoles. This week, we did the fifth generation of console. Doodle Noodle, tell them what we'll do next week. The six. Hey! She gets a jet she ski. Get a point for that, does she? No, no. Oh, she gets six go. points for that. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> a stupid right. game. Question number five. This is worth all the marbles, Justin. Uh, of course, the PlayStation was marketed by the use of the CD format. That was like their Ooh. thing, and that was one of their recipes for success. I remember it well. Uh, <laughs> it, of course, re- greatly reduced the price of games, yep. which uh, um, cartridges were very expensive to build. This made it a lot easier to get into the hands of consumers. Uh, but, you know, they used storage uh, for only the memory stuff. Instead of making the disc readable, writable, which would have been a nightmare, they used memory cards. What size were the memory cards for the PlayStation. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Uh, my first instinct mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was 1 megabyte. Okay. But I think I'm wrong. Mm. And I'm going to I'm going to uh wait, rephrase the question again. The What's, first one? Yeah, for the PlayStation, the <laughs> one we're talking about. PlayStation 1. Yeah. I'm careful not to call it the PlayStation 1 because technically that was a retrofitted yeah. rebrand that came out the after the PlayStation. We're talking about PlayStation. Oh, that's rough. It's got to be... See, I feel like... I want to say 8. I want to say it's 8 megabytes because mm-hmm. I feel like that's enough. But I, but just just for the record, yeah. I want to know that somewhere in my gut that I'm not listening to, I said 1 megabyte. But final answer, 8 megabytes. <laughs> I will also add that is the correct answer. <laughs> doodle doodle. Disagree. You disagree. 
And do you offer a uh, alternative answer oh, for great. double points? No, I'm already wrong. I feel like somewhere at home, I have a memory card that says like two or four megabytes on it. PlayStation. Two or two or four? That seems like an odd yeah. number. Do you want to pick one? Because I'm I guarantee it doesn't say <laughs> two or four. Four. Okay, you're both wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you moron! <laughs> you're, this was your console. You can't even remember. Uh, no, it was one megabyte. Oh no. <laughs> Let's just enjoy that reality, other than oh. the fact that you're, you should have listened to your gut. Ah. But that an entire game yes, that was stored so on one megabyte. For, here's That's the an thing. email attachment. Exactly. Like, to me, <laughs> today, I was uh, an email attachment. You're like, whoa, whoa, calm your brakes. Like, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and I, the reason I got so hung up on it is that I remember that we would uh, play Madden, and we'd keep our entire league, yeah. we would put it, and we'd keep it on a memory card. I was like... I don't think you can keep an entire league on a no, one can. megabyte. On league. the original PlayStation, yeah, yes. The the max card size was one. Uh, the original. They they later had two and four, like you were suggesting, and they had eight megabytes. That was more common on the PS2, but the uh, the original card was a megabyte. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Doodle Noodle, congratulations. You're the winner of Stump. Uh, oh. So you get to ask us a question. That's how this quiz show works. Why am I playing this? I had one. Oh. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. You no, go. I go. All hey, right. Doodle Noodle, you won Stump. You get to ask us a question. Oh, that's... Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm I antsy. Actually, I actually had a question that I had in mind, and I've been planning for 83 years. 83 but... years? Are you making a pizza right now? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what does that sound? Um, I think it's a reference from Captain America. Or something. No, the thumping noise. No, the, yeah, no. <laughs> the thumping noise in the background. Are you making a pizza or are you eating dough? <laughs> I'm flipping an eraser. Sorry. Oh, okay. I thought would have been my fifth guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, what was your question? I'm sorry. Okay. There was a game console, and this would be from around your guys' time. Um, that mm. Nintendo licensed two of their products for for this company to use. Oh, okay. Um, She's and you're, you're... The games that were created ended up being the worst titles of their franchises oh, man. ever. Is she what stumping is the name us? Of the yeah. Company yeah. and the console these games were made for. You know what uh, ails me right, is that. Listen, you little hoochie. We wow. do the stumping around here. <laughs> you don't come on our show asking us. You're supposed to ask us no, questions please. about, like, hey, what do kind you know of. Justin. I, it doesn't matter what I know. It matters what I answer oh. and what I don't answer. I, God was so kind to you by not giving you a daughter because they just unravel you. You should see his face. He doesn't know what to do. You don't, you don't talk to me. You stop it or I'll say stop again. All right. I'm sorry, Doodle Doodle. Hit us. Now, if we get the answer right does this uh do we uh, do we unlock the achievement to know your name oh that's a good question mm, you unlock the achievement for being closer to unlocking the achievement i don't understand it's just, that's a, it's like, like a gold it's like not the platinum nuts yeah let's say no straight <laughs> the answers would be making me a bit oh all right uh <laughs> let's see here we go how can we do i don't even know how i could do that so yet, say your, get there say your question okay. again the okay nintendo license Two of its fran- like it it gave this company the right to make games 
for two of Nintendo's franchises yeah. for this company's console that was released um, around your guys' time. I think it was uh, late 80s, early 90s. I don't have the exact number off the top okay. of my head. I think it was early 90s. So, so like third-generation consoles, yeah. Yeah, and these, these two games from these two Nintendo franchises ended up being the worst games in the franchises, like, to date. They're just laughably awful. So, so I understand... These franchises were originally owned by Nintendo, and then they farmed them yes, out to Nintendo another developer. Still owns them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I they feel just like... let this company use the ty- use the brand and make the games, and they ended up being the worst games in the franchises. Yeah. What I... is the name of the company and the console that these games were made? Oh, for? not the franchises. Yeah. Damn it. Okay, you can, you can say the franchises too. Because I, points, it's I not part of the answer, but yeah. You can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, My guess so... is Capcom. Well, Capcom isn't uh, Nintendo. They Capcom is its own separate. I, like I know that's but that's the point. Know this one. I know I should know this one. It really irks me. No, I, mean, I probably I, even came across this last week. When but what I'm searching. saying is, is that isn't that the point? The point is that it used to be a Nintendo franchise, but Capcom or, never released no, it's hardware. Still, oh, it's still yeah. a Nintendo. So, oh, it's hardware. It's not, she's saying that they they are you saying they licensed it for a console or they licensed it for like their own? They, they, they let them make games. Yeah. On this console. On this console. So oh, it's on its a own different system. Console. Yeah, it, it's like um I think it's the Panasonic something or other. It's like a Pana Panascan, Panascope, something like that. So we're supposed to name the console or the developer? No, and I can tell it's wrong based on your tone. I'm working it out here. <laughs> we're phoning a friend, jerk. <laughs> I'm trying, really want to Google it because you didn't say no Googling, but Don't Google it. No Googling. Uh so I think it is something by Panas, uh, Panasonic, and uh, because I think I remember somewhere in the back of my brain this really terrible uh, version of Mario it where is he really terrible where he has like brown skin where he looks like he's um, like colored poorly and like you look at it and you're like that's that's a rip off of Mario and it was actually somebody making a Mario game uh, because it wouldn't have, okay. so so it has to be. <sighs> the company, the name of the console, She's and the rounding points, us. what franchises. The oh, there's children. Oh, <laughs> Flip an eraser at their head. I, I, uh, my best guess is the Panasonic, and I, I, I can't pull the name of the the company or the console. Make one up. Okay. Uh, the the iBox Seven. <laughs> I disagree with Kevin. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Tell us. Okay. The company is Philips. Oh, I said Panasonic. I should have said Philips because we console. talked about this last week. <laughs> oh. Console is the Philips CDI, which I talked about last week as being the most expensive console. Yes, I knew you should know it, Kevin. Yeah, you disappoint. But what and were the franchises? The Mario yeah. and Zelda. The Legend yeah. of Zelda. Really? I didn't know about the Zelda <laughs> game. I knew the Mario game. I got yes. my P's wrong. I should have said Philips. That was fun. I'm disappointed in you. I man. am too. Can we go back? <laughs> No. I was I was expecting a personal question, not a question about trivia. Yeah, no. pluck her out of the room. Thanks for stopping by, Stoodle Noodle. All right. Okay, bye. Okay, okay bye. bye. Yeah. That was good. I like Doodle good. Noodle. She's good times. I played a little Mamma Mia for her. Seemed appropriate. Yep. Uh, all right, let's take a break, and then we got Tales from Tyria. Can't wait. We're doing another Star Wars. I don't. I I wanted to, but I I That's need fine. some more time to refine it. There's no, but I do have a game I want to tell you about that I've been playing that you will be sad to hear exists. Oh, no. Yeah. 
You're going to be stoked. But all that after Tales from Tyria. Oh, boy. Are there right. several songs playing right now at once? I hope not, but it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> finally got out of that cave. <laughs> I don't know why that tickles me every time, but it really does. So what got me this time was, I don't know if you did it intentionally, but oh, I did. the clearing your throat. <laughs> you can see him. He's, he's preparing. He's mentally focused. Oh, that's so funny. You uh, know I practice that during the week. I could. I believe it. And I'm happy for it. I find myself in the car going, I'll say it like this. <laughs> Tales that's great. Uh, so uh, exciting news in the land of Guild Wars 2 and Tyria. Uh, next week, the episode two of season four drops, which oh. means a whole new map and a whole new story. Do you know this by a time frame or do you get an email? I get an email. They announce okay, it. So it's on not a, like every third week of the month or it, anything. It was about time. I would have been surprised. I, I I would not, I guess it would have been all right if they didn't, because I assume there is something coming for April Fool's, uh, but it's probably the same event that they put at April Fool's. So if they didn't have one in here in between uh, Chinese New Year and April Fool's, it it would have been a longer time than normal for a content drought for them in their current iteration. So I was expecting it, uh, but it had they done it in like mid-April, that would have also been okay. So it's pretty exciting. Uh, and this one apparently is going to take a little bit of a turn. So starting next week, we'll be able, it actually... Oh, I think it actually comes out tomorrow, uh, the on Tuesday. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next week I'll have lots to talk about within the expand with the the continuation of the storyline. Looks like it's going to be a little spy motif, going to be oh. a little 007 thing. We're going to pull off a spy mission. But and, in, a, in a Guild Wars, you know, you're not going to be all tuxedoed up like you're still wearing like robes and stuff. There like are a no or a there, warlock. Yeah, there no there because it's more it leans into the sci-fi realm at oh. times, and so there are in the in the world of um, Alona, which is where the the expansion is taking place. This uh, southern nation, uh, which is uh, is similar to like Egypt or Arabia, uh, there are a lot of nobles and there are people in very nice outfits and they're more uh, Eastern and, and, and African inspired with like robes and shawls and things. Uh, but there's absolutely throughout the game, there are always nobles and th- people with tuxedos. And you can actually buy a tuxedo in the game if you want to be dressed up fancy. Oh. People do that for weddings and things, you know, because their characters get married in the game and then sometimes real Have you people been invited get to a Guild Wars wedding? No, I, you know, for as much as my passion in the game, I'm not uh, as big into the community as I should be. I haven't found a group of people that uh, I would love to be a part of. And actually, uh, ArenaNet has started a thing this year where they call it Friendships, where they showcase 
the real life friendships that have formed over playing Guild Wars. So they've been highlighting marriages that have happened through meeting in Guild Wars and and deep uh, guild bonds that have happened from people playing together. That's and, fun. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's all on their social media channel. I like the idea of that. You know, like you have high school sweethearts. I like the yeah. idea of we're Guild Wars sweethearts. Yeah, that's exactly going back to the Overwatch League. I watched someone propose uh, during the break on the Overwatch Week. They came back and they're like, "Yeah, these guys just got they got engaged." Wow. <laughs> right now during the break. So during this time leading up to next week's episode drop, I have been using the time to fly around on my Griffin, and I have not really realized the full impact of being able to float. And I haven't even unlocked all of the abilities of the Griffin. We can move around with such ease and convenience. I'm snatching up ma- uh, mastery points and vistas. Uh, it, it, it's just it's such a joy to go around. And everything's super. Not it's not easy, but it's accessible. Does that make sense? Ooh. Where it doesn't feel like I'm being pounded. That's why you get a Griffin. Yeah, that's why you get a Griffin. It's, make everything it's really accessible. Nice. And so these maps uh, that have come up, there's just so much content to them. And then I went for the legendary, and I got a little distracted. Now I'm taking the time to go back and try to to access all the little things to do on the map, all the events, get all the points of interest, get these mastery points. So when the the next episode comes out, I'll have lots of mastery points to spend on the upgrades and new magics and things. So uh, exciting time, exciting time. That's awesome. Yeah. And so we at next week. Next week, uh, I'll, uh, so next episode is when we will hear about the new episode. The of new season, episode, what season four, four of okay. Living World, season four, uh, and it's episode two. So I, I may because what you have to do uh, for these episodes is there's about a thirty minute standalone solo campaign thing that you have to do, like a, a thing that you, only you can do by yourself, so far as I can tell, and then you get dumped out into the map, into this new area that you can do whatever you want to in there. Uh, and and then continue within the story. So I'll definitely have finished the main part of the episode. Have you been playing this game long enough to where when this happens, you're kind of like, oh, that'll be fun. Or is it like, oh, yeah, it's it's almost to the point. It's the same feeling I have when um, when new Skylanders come out of like, there's just so many great things that it's like another diamond in my pile of diamonds, if that makes Ooh, sense, yeah, that where does. where I'm like, uh, I love it. But there's so many things that I haven't saturated in enough yet. Um, that I feel like, oh gosh, I hope there's time for me to go back and really marinate in these things and discover the the things that were special about it. And really, the real the reason why is because there's just so many other games to play right now yeah. that I I don't have the time that I used to pour into Guild Wars because my son loves playing Plants vs Zombies, and that's what we do now. <laughs> and you enjoy that though, right? Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, to be able to game to watch him evolve. Just watching a five year old in the space of less than two weeks mm-hmm. go from not being able to control anything to shooting the walls and like kind of moving around to now he uses the two joysticks as if they were actual joysticks and to shoot and stuff and manage it all on his own with little to no interaction for me. I'm sorry if I ruin this for you. No, no, no. But what has become for me is watching them not a not have that same vigor yeah. to other things in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I and I, I I don't know if it's me being a bad parent or not, but I constantly bring that back. Like I was helping Jack with some math homework and he was I can just tell he was just like, he was tired of it. He didn't yeah. want to do it kind of yeah. thing. So he's just being like, I don't know the answer. Mm. Pretending like he didn't, he couldn't, he didn't have the skills to figure it out, even though I knew yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah. And so I was kind of like, I said, I go, listen, you have the wrong father for that game. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I know you and I know what you could do. I said, 
that game that you play in there is for like 16 year olds and you have no problem figuring that out. So if you could do that, <laughs> you can do you this. could figure out some other A sounds. But there's no killing in this. Yes. <laughs> if you could kill grape sounds and phonetics, then maybe they could really get them on board. Give it time. <laughs> Give it time. So we had our first uh, glimpse of the future today when uh, my day got so packed that I wasn't going to have any time for any uh, Plants vs. Zombies. And he had the largest meltdown I've ever seen him have oh. outside of candy related meltdowns. Yeah. And so I realized like, oh, man, He's it's, hooked. It's, in. It's, it's in. Sorry, buddy. Uh, He's also got it genetically, too. The kid I know. Have a chance. And it's quality time. This is a conversation for another podcast of yours. But I've seen his attitude improve dramatically simply by the amount of quality time that we spend yeah. playing the video game together. So the game I wanted to tell you about that's uh, not Guild Wars 2 is a game, little game called Papers, Please. Are you familiar with it? Is it like Paperboy? No, because that game is fun. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so this game is about uh, two years old at this point, and there have been a, a lot of write-ups about it because it um, it's on the Vita. It's available there. I think you can get it on the PS4. Uh, and um, it is... It is an interactive narrative, really, that um, explores emotional dynamics and gameplay in a way in which I have never seen before. Now, I'm confident that there are other indie games that have done things similar to this, um, but it takes place in a fictional Eastern European country, and you'll have to pull up the name there, Azakanazan or something. Uh, oh, yeah, you saw it at the top of this newspaper article. Go down. Oh, sorry. What does that say? How do you pronounce Ar- that? Arstotska. Ar- okay, so, so the idea is that you are in this communist country in the beginning of the 80s, and uh, it has opened its borders up to uh, the neighboring countries, and you have won the communist um, uh, what's it called? Uh, lottery to have a job, mm-hmm. and so you have moved your family into a nearby uh, hotel, and you. Oh, so it is like value papers, papers. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, papers, boy. please. You are the, running the checkpoint uh, as people are <gasps> in, integrating into the country. I see it. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's the line. So uh, the display is, as you can see there, there's like you get to see the line of people trying to get into the country, and then a parking lot on the other side, your ticket booth, and then they walk up, and a little grate opens, and you. You can see their face. They slide you things. Your face right now is remarkable. They slide you things and they tell you things. And I've they got eat. saucer eyes because I'm seeing where this is going. This and is really interesting. You have to match their information to their identity. And, and, and so uh, you have to look at their ID, make sure the country is the right country of where you're allowing people into. You have to hear the things. Now, here, here's what happens very quickly and why this game is a big screw you, is that the screen you're actually looking at right now is what happens at the end of every day. It, you get paid for the number of proper admissions that you did to the country. Uh, and if you do something wrong, they, they penalize you after a certain number, and you don't get paid for those. So I'm looking at a ledger, and it says yep. saving 75, salary yep. zero, rent minus 20, food minus yep. 20, heat minus 10. So you have to admit enough proper people into the country to make ends meet at the end of the day to pay for your family to have food and medicine and keep your lights on in your house. Okay. <laughs> That's the marker of the day. And when you make mistakes... <laughs> Yeah, terrible, terrible things happen, right? Then the next day, the game gets more and more complex. Every day, there are new rules that are being added, more things that you're being asked to do. And very, very quickly, uh, you begin to feel the reality of my children are at home sick and hungry and I don't really care if this person is not from this country. I'm going to burn through this to get them into the country. Otherwise, my family is going to die. That's the game. 
And here's the kicker of where where I really was impressed by this Why game. Does this make me want to play it? I don't, I don't know because it is the most stressful thing I've ever done in front of a game console. So early on, there's someone comes in and they they're like, "Oh, you you pretty, you come by, you look stressed," and they hand you a um, a card that's clearly for a strip club. It has like those mud flap girls on uh-huh, it, like a silhouette fun. and stuff. I'm like, "Oh, okay." The next day, and so she puts that on my desktop along with her papers and stuff. The next day, another girl does that. But on this day, everybody's supposed to have a ticket. I look around. She hands me that card and her papers, but no ticket. So I'm like, I don't have time to think about this. I decline her. Yeah, there's the thing. Mm -hmm. I decline her, right? Send her away. The moment I go to move that card that invites me to the strip club, her ticket is underneath it. I have already rejected her from the admission to the country because I didn't think to move the strip club invitation so she can't enter the the country because of a very simple clerical error. Her life has changed and my family will suffer because I shouldn't have rejected her and now we don't get paid for that. That's this game. (laughs) I've made it about four or five days in and I felt my stress level reaching the point of like, I, I, I need to take a break from this game. It's intense. Wow. This reminds me of like a, uh, uh, like from our childhood, like the graphics and yeah. stuff. But the, and it's that, uh, somebody from the chat room helped me out. It's that game where it's almost like you're living in the Walking Dead world where mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you walk around and you have to forage for everything and people will come into the about Minecraft? No. Oh. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a base, it's a very basic looking game. Yeah. But it's it's really complex. Oh, like Oregon Trail and stuff. That kind no, of thing. That's what this is similar to. Yeah, it, it's in uh, style. I'm in waiting for somebody style. to throw it up there in the chat room. But it um, it was a game that I stumbled upon and looking through news, and it, I found it really interesting because it it was just basically a very dark, dark game. Uh, not Half Life Three. That's funny. This I don't know if you guys are making fun of me. If Bad. you are, I deserve it. Yep. Um, but uh, <laughs> it a Phillips CDI. Is it Don't Starve? I don't know. Anyway, point is, is that it's that's what it is. Where you. The point of this game is that yeah. you like you could come across a kid and you could yeah. decide whether or not you're going to kill that kid or may, bring him on, and yeah. then you bring him back to your shelter, and then everybody else is angry because now you brought another mouth to feed, yep. and they have to go out and forage for food and yep. all that stuff. Like there's there's these ever evolving social conquest, yeah, uh, exploring social oh, dynamics. Yeah, and it's it was really interesting, and I think that's what interests me. Well, get the game; it's only ten bucks on your Vita. I'm going to do that, and uh, and I, but it is. It's weird how dark it is, though. Like it is. It's hard. That's what was hard to do. Of like, I made the choice of I'm going to I'm going to help my family over caring about these strangers, and I know that's going to come to to bite me. And I think the idea is that you keep practicing the game and just kind of learn the difficulties of communism and uh, and the impossible task of letting people in in a certain amount of time. Vince is right. It's called This War of Mine. Well done, Vince. Uh, and yeah, and it's uh, we, I saw it in an article or something, and I think I don't think we talked about it on the show, but I think no, I I, don't I saw like a trailer of it while well, I was If it preparing. was on the Philips CDI, I would definitely remember it. But see, like this is kind of the graphics of it, and you, and you, yeah, you yeah, see yeah. like a, a half cutout of an apartment building, and you have all these people in your group, and you know you could choose to rest or take watch. It's yeah. really interesting what they've done, but I think it's only on Steam, and I, I don't have Steam. Oh, you will when you get that new computer and start playing Guild Wars. Oh, with that's me. right. That's definitely right. Do you think I'll be able to on the new computer play Hey Bah? There's a goat on the roof. 
Uh, definitely, because I'm working on a modern day adaptation. All right, good. <laughs> yeah, I like that's. How did you stumble across this? I'm uh, reading articles about interactive narratives, and that one came up as very well reviewed. And uh, and then as now, I was trying to find a new Vita game that I could really sink my teeth into, that one had been in the back of my brain for years, and it was not the fun experience I'm looking for. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it, what you're you're not saying this is a bad game. I think oh, you're saying I'm saying it's, it's an amazing. It's an game. amazing game. It is not an entertaining game. Yeah, that's, it's like. Watching, someone like you. I, I'm just saying it, it's like watching Schindler's List yeah. uh, in that yeah, there's art being involved there. There's craftsmanship. It is exploring incredible things. But it is not, I don't think it's a game that's going to unwind you, right? I don't think it's going to relax you playing this game. This, this is not something where you get to turn your brain off. I'm going to try it, and I wonder, because I, 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 it would be interesting if I disconnect, even though I'm the guy who, you know, benched Chad Jones and Knowing Madden you, game. you're going to get so invested in the world that you, because this happened to me Later, I was thinking about um, uh, uh, Plants vs. Zombies, and we had a bunch of money accrued in that game, and I was going to purchase some more characters. And I thought, oh, I have 75,000 uh, coins in Plants vs. Zombies. Oh, great. Now I'll have money to pay for my family, yeah. <laughs> which is what you did years ago playing yeah. The Sims, yeah. remembering that you had all this fantasy money yeah. and you tried to pay rent with it. Yeah, that was also the beginning of the end of The Sims. Exactly. And I think that's what, well, that it, it becomes so real that I found myself caring so much for this fictional family that I want. I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to manage my emotions for this better. I like this idea. I think it's good. Kudos to the, whoever created this. Like what a, what a, not a, I want to say fun concept but this, yeah. because it's, but it's not fun. It's not, that's what I'm trying right. to say. It's not fun, but it absolutely needs to exist in the same way that comic books don't have to be just superheroes. Yeah. There's so much more that that convention can do. Games can be so much more than blowing up aliens. We never need to stop blowing up aliens. I'm not saying that we will always blow up aliens in video games, but Why we can do, do other aliens? things. I, I love them. Would to you blow let aliens up. into Artsatska? Uh, if they were like fifth in and I, I got to get them in by six. So <laughs> an intro. I'm, I'm more curious about how you make this into a game, like how the gameplay works. You'll have to like, see. I'll, yeah, I will. Definitely it's a Vita experience for sure. Cause the touchscreen and all that mess out. All right. That was our show. Uh, good times with doodle Noodle today. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That was, that was good. That was I good. Like, uh, I like, I don't, I don't, it sounds super condescending, but I was going to say spirit. I'm a <laughs> She's my spirit animal. I, uh, I hate I, that person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you can follow Kevin at Unlockable Man on the Instagram, but the big thing uh, you need to go to twitch.tv slash the Kevin Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got thanks to Vince, over 200 new followers. I think I said that on air, didn't I? Yeah. Over 200 followers. Just so it, with that in mind, uh, we're at 300 followers. If we get 500 followers on there, I'll start twitching uh, Sly Games. So that looks like it's going to happen pretty dang quick. So get on there, and we'll start live streaming some some Sly Cooper games with the voice of Sly. I love it. I know that guy. I do. I've heard of that guy. He's great, right? <laughs> I like that hippo guy. Uh, <laughs> unfair. Oh, so and, unfair, but funny to me. And so if that worked, Vince, and all your uh, marketing magic, spread the word about this show, too, because if we get enough uh, followers for this show, Justin could quit his job. That's Which true. is why we're doing this in the first if place. If we can make this show, if this show started getting uh, anywhere from, uh, I'm going to give you a wide range here, anywhere yeah. from 10,000 to 50,000 downloads yeah. per episode. Uh, then, then that's a wrap for uh, for us. Like, oh, really? Yeah. I Meaning think, we'll keep doing it. Yeah. No, we'll keep doing it, yeah. but it'll mean that I, I don't think either one of us would have to work. But really? I may not. What understand. are we at right now? Uh, the last uh, episode, I think we're 
I want to say 1,500. Oh, this is a completely realistic goal. Yeah. Just 10 times Absolutely. the amount we have now? Yeah. In Vince, make world, it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, I'll, I'll give you a bonus if you can make that happen. I'll give you a cut or something. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't know why I'm just still talking. I don't have anything else to say. Check the description of this episode. Yeah, exactly. Uh, check the description of this episode for all of the social media handles. I gave the Twitch. That was a big yeah. one for me. And I think that's it. That's, that's it. it. Tune so, in next week. I'll give you more uh, reimagining of the Star Wars prequels. On behalf of Kevin Miller, this is Justin Warship saying, <gasps> okay, okay, bye. bye.